uncover the secrets to the human chemistry. About injury recovery repair with stem cells. Eat right, train hard, stay focused. Maximum muscle building, extreme fat loss. You're not digesting optimally. Using the ultimate steroid cycle principles. Dr. Tony Grande, here with Coach Trevor in Mexico. And we're talking about bodybuilding diets, bro science versus science. Does bro science win? Tons of our fans and tons of other people coming to me saying that intermittent fasting, if it fits your macros, all these funny new fad diets are the way to go. And they come to me with studies saying how it doesn't actually break down muscle if you go too long without protein, that you can actually build muscle having less protein, less frequently. Why is it that all this new science is coming out and all these new, I'll call them stick boys and physique guys, <laughs> are coming out and saying that all these new fad diets work when we know from tradition that all these pro bodybuilders and all the really big guys, the guys you and I know, the guys you and I work with, always stick to the six to eight meals a day, small portions, frequently with high protein, and then change between either carbohydrates or fats. That's a traditional bodybuilding diet. What, why is that? Why aren't they doing? What is the disconnect between all these other guys saying the new science says you don't need that bodybuilding diet? Okay, we'll fight. We'll fight science with science if they want to do this route. Um, you can back anything up through science. However, it's like a sixth grader taking a nutrition class and learning this and trying to tell, you know, somebody who just got their degree in, in, in nutrition. It, here's what they're missing. It, it's backed up by science. Yes, it works on paper. It works here. However, they don't. Even, they, these studies have. You're not taking in consideration all the other variables. You can't put a normal this normal research and put it and connect it with a bodybuilder at 250 pounds. It's not done in their own science. So how can they compare the two? Sure, they're correct, but to a certain point, all these variables of drugs, hormones bodybuilders, competition, losing weight and building muscle at the same time at these weights. None of that is, has ever been researched whatsoever and it's never been put to the test. So they read this and because it's backed by science it works 100%, but they don't take into consideration not everybody is 160 pounds. Some people are doing something else with their bodies and becoming larger and taking you know, hormones that require an excess of certain things and maybe not as much as another thing. And so th that's what the problem is. It, it works on paper, but it doesn't work in terms of bodybuilding necessarily. It might work somehow a little bit optimally at a certain weight, but it's not maximal either. Are you saying that the studies that you and I run on ourselves and our athletes may be more accurate to our audience than the scientific studies that are actually done? Because the studies that we do use similar variables as probably most of our audience members is that we're using something that enhances us. We already have a good amount of muscle, but we're trying to get more. Yeah. How many of these studies, which there's none, but how many of these studies have a, a bodybuilder that's competing over 200 in excess of 200 pounds that gains weight, you know, with drugs, loses weight on drugs, and is following the diet tailor-made to whatever they're doing? None of them do it. There's not a single one that even follows, I don't even think, a, a competitor at least. And then it goes back to, this is how negativity starts forming in stereotypes. When they went back to like the cholesterol and deaths and steroids, a lot of the studies, one of the number one about the heart problems um, was done on powerlifters. It was powerlifters. No bodybuilders, no normal people. Powerlifters 
and it listed the diets and their diets and this is not making it up you can't make it up it was bacon egg sausage um, um, donuts and, and such like this <laughs> not a single healthy thing on their 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 chart however they use this as the main study and causes of death and and heart problems yeah what I notice is see when I read the studies I read the headline first and it says intermittent fasting just as effective as building muscle or something like this or vegetarian diet just as good and then when I start reading all the, the actual variables of the study I find that the study just really isn't even applicable but the headline sounds good, and it makes news, and then these studies turn into articles on the internet because people who want that sensationalism, who want to capture an audience, want to turn it into something newsworthy, and, 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 and saying something that's counterintuitive, that sounds totally new and exciting, captures an audience. And the problem is most of the internet is sensationalist BS, totally false information, just to pique your interest, so you end up clicking on some advertisement somewhere for something else. And, yeah, the last thing too that I want to say is, you, you know, just do think for yourself, and that's the whole purpose of your channel is look outside the box, think for yourself, question it, and don't even listen to us. Just use us as something to go. Hey, maybe I should look this up. What if you look it up and you know we were just bullshitting you right now. So yeah. go look it up for yourselves. You, and I would be happy for somebody to tell me that, hey, actually, I found this and this. This is what you missed. Because yeah. then you're thinking for yourself. Well, it's perspective. We're giving people perspective and context so that yeah. when they read an article, they can challenge the variables of that article and think of all the different factors that may go into it. Uh, for a very skinny person, what we're saying, for a very skinny person, intermittent fasting, if it fix your macros, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because your body has a set point of how much muscle that it wants to keep uh, or, or have and if you have under that set point you could pretty much do anything it'll bring you up to that level of muscle your body's if you don't have very much muscle your body's not going to burn muscle there's not much very much muscle to burn as you become supernatural and as you gain more and more muscle it becomes harder and harder to maintain that muscle everything's got to be perfect i'm telling you if you go 10 hours without protein, you will be breaking down muscle. I don't care what the scientific study says. You will shrink up like a raisin. Um, bodybuilders at high levels cannot go very long without eating or they just shrink up like crazy. Now, what they do, uh, they do deplete themselves of carbohydrates, but they never deplete themselves of, of protein. And, uh, and certainly healthy fats um, almost always remain in in general. And usually they swap the carbohydrates for the fat. Now a lot of bodybuilders um, at the amateur level they will do extreme dieting. They'll cut all carbohydrates, they'll cut all fat and that's fine. They can afford to lose a little bit of muscle to come into better condition and sacrifice a little bit of muscle for that but at the higher level when every ounce of muscle counts they can't afford to do that. They can't afford to cut their calories pre-contest. They're still eating a ton of food pre-contest but they're also on a lot of drugs that helps them uh, um, helps their metabolism be, be able to build muscle and not put on any fat at the same time. Well, so even, take it, all those variables into consideration. Yeah. Even Dorian Yates would lose about five to ten, five to eight pounds of muscle for the Mr. Olympia. He would, all those photos you would see of him where he looked amazing, he would lose an extra five, ten pounds of muscle just to lose an extra three pounds of fat to yeah. get that look. So, and he was still eating like 4,500 calories. So right there goes and shows you he's still eating 4,500 calories and tearing in the muscles. So. Even aside from the science, just looking at bro science, 
you can't always take someone who says they're a vegetarian and it helps works for them or intermittent fasting or if it fits your macros it works for them because you don't know what their genetics are you don't know how much they lifted in the background you don't know how much muscle they started with uh, before that diet versus after you can't look at how many reps that Trevor's doing per set right now. He already built all this muscle before. You gotta look at how he built this muscle back then. So hopefully this gives you guys some context, some perspective. Uh, this is, this. every video we do is not necessarily just about that specific topic. It's about opening up your mind and giving you perspective so that you can be your own research scientists and pioneer your own human evolution, figure out the chemistry of your own body. Coming to you from Mexico, many more videos to come. Subscribe, like, and be swollen, swole, my friends of freedom, pioneers of human evolution.